Good morning and welcome to Church Matters, a place where we ask questions about the life of the church at home, across the street, and around the world. This program is brought to you by Mennonite Church Canada. My name is Dan Dick. And I'm Janet Plennert. And we are your hosts. Our scripture text for today is from Jesus' prayer for his disciples in John 17. I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one. That's a reassuring text to hear, Janet. Jesus clearly called the church to unity. But in some respects, we haven't done so well. This coming week from today, January 20th to January 27th, Christians around the world will gather to celebrate the 100th year of the Week of Prayer for Christian Unity. Many congregations will gather to offer prayers and express their hopes for deeper Christian unity. And today we're going to hear about why church matters and why a week of prayer for Christian unity matters, and we'll hear that from a number of different Christian faith traditions. This past week, we took Church Matters out of the studio to attend a special church leaders' gathering to mark the 100th year of the Week of Prayer for Christian Unity. Dan and I spoke with leaders from the Catholic, Anglican, Lutheran, United Church, and other Mennonite faith traditions, and we asked them two questions. Firstly, why and how does the church matter in your denomination? And secondly, why is it important to have a week of prayer for Christian unity? Dan, tell us who you talked to and what you learned. I spoke first with Archbishop Lawrence Hukalak of the Ukrainian Catholic Church of Manitoba, and he is also the senior bishop for the Ukrainian Catholic Church across Canada. Archbishop Hukalak told me that the church matters for his denomination because for them, culture and faith are naturally and inextricably intertwined. Here's what he said. The people of our denomination are basically ethnically of Ukrainian origin, and there's a very strong history, we would say over the thousand-year history, of the parallel of the church and faith life of the people together with their national life and identity. And this, of course, has its roots in Ukraine, but is carried over to Canada And our people are still very strong in the identification of who they are as Ukrainian Canadians and that the church is very much part, especially by the uh, work of the culture, by the enculturation uh, that has taken place over these years of the life of the people identified uh, in the life of the church. It's the primary issue of church life or our faith life is to um, praise the Lord God, to seek out the will of God in our life, and to evangelize. And we know that one of the greatest tools that we have for evangelization, together with the Holy Scripture and with the sacramental life, is this history of the enculturation of the life of our uh, in our people and how they can use this um, cultural life to spread the word of God. He has a very interesting perspective, and as someone who's come to the Mennonite tradition as an adult, I've had to work at distinguishing the difference between Mennonite faith and Mennonite culture. Tell us who else you talked to, Dan. I also spoke with Paul Johnson. Paul is the assistant to the National Bishop for Ecumenical Relations in the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Canada. He also touched on this idea of his people's heritage, but in a different way. Well, I think uh, the the uh, surface answer, at least to me, seems fairly plain. It matters uh, in some way or another, or people wouldn't bother. 
and uh, people do bother and they bother a lot and they're committed and it's uh, and it's wonderful i think that in terms of our denomination uh, people uh, cling to their heritage in many ways, and some of that is very good, and some of that maybe still needs to be uh, worked on. Uh, but they're glad that they're Lutheran Christians, but primarily they're glad that they're Christians and they're part of the whole body of Christ in the world. And that makes a difference in their lives. The gospel makes a difference in their lives. The power of the risen Christ that work in their lives, in their life together in the church and in the world, makes a difference for them. Paul picks up on the idea that the church must matter because people are so committed to it. That's a good segue into my conversation with Donald Phillips, the diocesan bishop for the Anglican Diocese of Rupert's Land. Donald expressed his denomination's commitment to extend well beyond its members. The Anglican Church has always tried to be a denomination that takes the world around it seriously. Uh, We've sometimes done that well and sometimes not so well, Um, but we've uh, always felt that our calling is to care for the communities in which we find ourselves. And so we talk about our uh, geographic areas being called parishes, and in some sense we feel a responsibility to be available to everyone who lives in that geographic area, not just the people who come to our church. So in some sense we see ourselves trying to live out God's love and care for the whole world wherever we find ourselves. So we're, we're, we try to be very much rooted in the communities in which we live. Donald brings a broad view to why the church matters. Bruce Forshaw is the Executive Secretary of the Conference of Manitoba and Northwestern Ontario for the United Church of Canada. Bruce expressed some similar ideas. The United Church of Canada in many of our areas um, is seen as a community church. People have great pride, and I know that we name pride as uh, one of the deadly sins. But nonetheless, we have good uh, pride in the fact that we're often seen as a community church. We're welcoming, we're inclusive, um, and that we're there often in our communities when, uh, with our doors opening, welcoming people and uh, reaching out in a hand of friendship and of uh, faith. We also heard that a relationship with the church is not only an institutional relationship, but a personal one. Tim Dick, General Secretary of the Evangelical Mennonite Conference, puts it this way. Well, the church matters because the church is the body of Christ, and the church is the way that people get introduced to Christ, into a personal relationship with Him. And so first and foremost, it's the, uh, it's the mechanism that God has for introducing people to Him and to His Son, Jesus. And secondly, the church matters because it's the, the body, it's the community of believers. And uh, as community, we care for one another, uh, we teach, um, and uh, we basically hold each other accountable as members of the, of the church. And the third reason I'd say the church matters is because as a body of believers and as those who are in the, in the body of Christ, we are a witness to all those around us, to those who have not yet come to faith in Christ. And, and uh, so as we uh, teach and preach and as we function as the body, we are a witness to those around uh, who have not come to faith. And that's why the church matters. And I spoke to a few people who preferred to speak personally rather than on behalf of the people in their denomination. Ruth Vince leads the Evangelical Women of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Canada and did a wonderful job of expressing her personal feelings about why the church matters. 
I think being part of a denomination is is being part of of a community that cares, a community that has um, nourishment for me, spiritual nourishment, maybe physical nourishment, um, the ability to um, be part of a group that that shares concerns, similar concerns about the world. Uh, we can do things together, and uh, it's uh, a place of love and care. So, Janet, we asked them why and how the church matters in each of their contexts. We also wanted to know why, from their perspectives, it's important to have a week of prayer for Christian unity. Several of our interview guests pointed to Jesus' prayer from John 17, the passage you read at the opening of our program. But a few folks had additional perspectives. Here's Bruce Forshaw from the United Church. Oh, it's very important. I think at times in our denominations we feel that we're out there on the front lines all by ourselves and uh, sometimes don't look behind us or beside us to see our sisters and brothers of other denominations. And uh, there's a lot of work to do, um, and God calls us to many uh, challenges. And I think we need to know that we're involved in a larger network and in a larger uh, community of Christian folk who, um, who um, are all on the same page most of the time. Archbishop Lawrence Hukalak of the Ukrainian Catholic Church observed that in spite of church divisions, events like a week of prayer for Christian unity help Christians from different faith traditions to focus on what unites us. As much as we acknowledge the various divisions that uh, exist in the Christian family, we must at the same time always search to find that which unites us. The main core, of course, the foundation that unites us is Jesus Christ. And in a very practical way, we have to be able to encounter and meet um, the faithful of other church groups and to um, have a dialogue with them so that together we can continue the work or the call of Jesus Christ that all would be one. And Paul Johnson of the Lutheran Church reminded me that the church, despite all its imperfections, is a gift from God, and in fact is God's primary and preferred way of interacting with humanity. Here's how Paul views the importance of the week of prayer for Christian unity. Our Lord prayed almost 2,000 years ago that the church would be one, and that was a gift. That is a gift of God through Jesus Christ. However, in terms of the reality we all live, uh, struggling with the power of sin in our lives and our life together, we're not there yet. So it's a gift already given, and it's a reality that God provides, but it's a gift not yet fully received, and so we need to work on that, and we need to ask for God's help in that journey. I think a good close for us today would be to listen again to Ruth Vince and hear her perspective on why a week of prayer for Christian unity is critical. Well, when we isolate ourselves only within our our denomination, say, we don't necessarily have that experience of being and meeting with others, learning what others are doing, join with others to do um, do the, the will of God together. And the week of prayer gives us that uniting time to say... Put away all the doing that we're that we're doing. Put away all the 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 busyness of life, and come together and breathe deeply. Feel the spirit, and to uh, to be one, to pray, to be with God, and um, be God's children all together. And I think that that week of prayer of unity brings emphasis to it, but that. 
that spirit of it needs to flow um, flow all the time so that we are a community of one together. It's been good to talk with a few other members of God's family this week, Janet. Indeed it has. Our time is once again up for today. If you're enjoying this program and have any comments or feedback, please let us know. You can call us at 1-866-888-6785 or email office at mennonitechurch.ca with your comments, concerns, and suggestions. This broadcast is also available in a podcast form on our website at www.mennonitechurch.ca. In the meantime, we invite prayer and financial support for the many ministries of Mennonite Church Canada, across the street and around the world. Mail your gift to Mennonite Church Canada, 600 Shaftesbury Boulevard, Winnipeg, Manitoba, R3P0M4. Write Church Matters on the envelope. My name is Dan Dick. And I'm Janet Plennert. You've been listening to Church Matters, where our prayer is that you will be called, equipped, and sent to be the church in the world today. Tune in again at this same time on the third Sunday of the month to hear more about the many ways that church matters. Thanks for joining us. As you go out from here, may the Lord go with you. The face of God shine on you every day. We are sent by God wherever we are living, salt and light as people of the way.